today on Conspiracy Now, we have Samuel Blake Ledge and Brady Sproul as our guests, and we're going to be talking about glitches in the Matrix. If Sam will explain what the glitches are. Yeah, so uh, glitch in the Matrix, uh, according to the internet, is a first-hand account or a story about anomalies or a puzzling occurrence that takes place with no explanation whatsoever. So kind of just something crazy that can't be explained. Yeah, something really random that just happens. It just appears out of nowhere, like anomalies. It could be paranormal. No one really explains it in any way. It just, it just happens. Um, hmm. So we found, we found a, a Reddit page literally called Glitch in the Matrix. And uh, there was a user uh, called Miss Empirical who uh, talks about a story about how they worked on a, on a cruise ship and um, was there something really, really happened. Someone really ran, someone really random happened to them. Um, and they started off saying that they, they were unsure whether to post this as a paranormal thread or an actual glitch, but they was all sat around in their kitchen after all the people, after all the people that lived on the boat went to their dorms and um and uh they they were sat around drinking and they shouldn't have been but they were drinking out of red solo cups and uh he and the user goes on to post and says and i quote i was sitting on top of an ice cream freezer with the cup in his hand and the freezer was in one of the corners of the kitchen so there was nothing directly behind it or on the sides of it except steel walls and then he put it and then he goes on to say that he puts his cup behind him and they were just casually chatting and joking around with themselves. And everyone was gathered in a, in a loose U formation. And then eventually they decided to call it a night. And he hops off the freezer and turns around to grab his cup. But it had totally just disappeared out of nowhere. Gone? Like you can't find it? Yeah, or... like it's just totally, totally gone. Um, yeah, that's he, Yeah, and then he, and then he asks, where's, where's his cup? And then everyone's everyone's just looking at him. They're just staring at him, and their mouths are like agape. Is what he's what he says. So he asked, "What agape? Yeah, like they're, yeah, guess, yeah, like, you know, he's, like just, he's just in awe, or like they're they're like, what are you talking about? I guess like he's crazy. Yeah, like he's just like totally. Everyone's just totally baffled by it. Um, and so we just so we just openly asked this group, "What?" And then every, everyone still doesn't answer him. And then he turns around to look at what they're staring at. And about four to five feet above him, nailed to the wall, is this is this red Solo cup, still full of wine. All right? This cup is still there, full of wine. And there is, like, no explanation of why. It's a flat wall, no nooks or crannies or overhangings, just a plain, smooth steel wall that ran up towards the ceiling. And then he says, when he saw it stuck there like that, I got this really weird disorientated feeling in my head and I just froze and got stuck saying a verbal loop inside his own head saying that's not possible. That's not possible over and over again. And then his friends were freaking out, obviously, and then they just couldn't leave it there because they weren't even allowed to drink on the boat. As I said before, um, it was part of their contract and something they hid from the managers. And then the user says that he that he yelled at his group saying, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that thing. And then one of the friends says, yeah, I'm doing the same. I'm not going to touch it either. But then one man decides he'd grab it. And this man literally has to stand on the freezer to grab the, the, the cup. And as soon as he touches the cup, all the wine just spills out everywhere. 
like through the cup or like he tipped it um, over? Like... I'm gonna I'm gonna check that exactly what he says. Um. So obviously someone would have seen him if he jumped up on the freezer. Yeah, exactly. So... Like they were just sat there drinking, and he puts his cup behind him, and then the next thing, it's gone. It's it's on the wall. Like the rim of the cup is literally like glued to the wall. It's horrible. Right. And I mean he's he's sitting on the top and he's got pretty much everybody in front of him with nothing but a still wall behind him. So yeah. pretty much he's saying there's no way that anybody else could have right uh, you know, done anything to it without him noticing. Well, then that brings my next question as to if everyone's like watching him, then how come nobody saw a cup just pop up on the wall yeah no that's not a that's not even in the comment that's not even in the post he doesn't say anything about what anybody else says it's just his own account of it even though there was multiple people there um yeah and he says when he grabs the bottom of the cup and slowly pulls it off the wall so i'm guessing it's kind of stuck there pretty good um as soon as that happens the wine in the cup literally spills out and goes down the wall and so it must have it must have just Spilled out the bottom, I, I'm guessing. Sounds what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then everyone apparently just bolted for it, and they didn't even clean it up. But what's interesting is he leaves a few disclaimers at the end. And the number one is that none of them were drunk, even though they were drinking. And the person who gave the account says he was he was not drunk at all. No one. Number two, no one could have been playing a prank because they would definitely have to stand up on the freezer to reach that height. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting on it and therefore would have noticed. Number three, it couldn't be static electricity or anything of the sort as the cup still had the wine in it somehow. And number four, the ship is famously known for being haunted. And that could be a possibility as to as to what happened, which is why he's unsure of whether putting it as a paranormal thread or a, or a glitch in the Matrix. Does, does this man give any... Uh, names of the ship. He doesn't give any names exactly. I was I was wanting to look it up, uh, but there's no name of the ship. There's nothing in the comments. That's interesting. Hmm. That's pretty pretty interesting. Um. But the, oh, he he does give a reason at the end as to saying why he says it's more of a glitch is because the wine is literally still in the cup. And if any person okay. or a ghost or static electricity somehow got the cup up there, how the heck would it still have all the wine in it? Without having any spills anywhere, and it still kind of weirds him out, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it weirds <laughs> I think it kind of weird anyone out, but yeah, that's that's interesting. And like a lot of the the glitch in the matrix stories you hear, like sometimes even include like deja vu, or or things like that. But I mean, he's right. he, like he said, he was sitting there the whole time, and the cup was was high enough to where he said, you know, the only way to reach up there was would have to be to stand on the freezer, yeah. which he was sitting on the entire time. So exactly. And it's, and the fact that he says, as soon as that happened, he got a disorientating feeling in his head and he was kind of stuck with his own, his own thoughts in his head, you know, like right. rats and whatnot. Yeah. And that, that is, that's a thing that you'll hear a lot of times in these stories is even before whatever, happens happens they get like a, a like a really weirded out feeling before it even happens yeah right um do you do you do you know what a poltergeist is like the phenomenon of a poltergeist you know what you know what that is right yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't well so like a pol- like i don't really know too much about it 
but a poltergeist is like a type of type of ghost or a type of entity that like haunts places so like the amateur horror uh even the famous movie the poltergeist explains a lot about what they do and they move objects they can break things um the reason why i'm saying all this is because there's a there's a comment that someone that someone uh literally wrote about six hours ago on the post and um I'll I'll read the comment out right now, and it's and he says, and I quote: "As the ship was haunted, you have a partial explanation there. I sympathize with how, how all you all felt. That's quite a common when poltergeist phenomenon starts up in front of you. It's not comfortable to see your version of reality being violated. You realize that you're out of your depth, and pretty much anything could happen from that point on. I usually focus on recording these details in a book or an audio, some distraction. It is the initial shock, but you can get used to it." Whatever the intelligence was, it clearly wanted to show how skilled it was. Getting the cup in that position without spilling anything was quite an achievement, unless it could hold the fluid in somehow. Also, it probably knew you shouldn't be drinking and wanted to make you responsible for leaving the evidence. And then he asked a question, did you find out if anyone saw the cup rise up? Was it at a constant speed? How quickly? And no one, no one commented on that. I think that's kind of crazy how something like that can just move out of thin air. Yeah, I mean, especially with a liquid in it. Yeah, yeah. There's no explaining that one. That one's definitely kind of. Yeah, it's definitely. I don't know. Would you? Would you all? Would you all say? Would y'all agree with me on the fact that it's a glitch in the matrix, or would y'all say it's somewhat different? Or would y'all say? I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like compared to some of the other stories, it's a little bit different. But I mean, obviously, it's still something that you know is pretty much completely unexplainable considering how many people were in the room and nobody even saw anything. So I would well, say, yeah. I mean, to me, I feel, it feels like he's missing like a partial, like yeah, a potential I mean, amount usually, of the story. With most of these stories that usually involves like more than one person, which kind of verifies it more that, you know, two, two people kind of experienced the same thing or had the same feeling opposed to just one person. Yeah. It, it kind of gives you, it kind of gives you some confidence on something actually happened because, you know, I don't know to yourself, you know, you kind of have deja vu every now and then, but if the same thing happens with another person at the same time, it's just kind of more proof that there was actually something going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely something that just, you can't prove. So in my opinion, if I was asked if this was in the Matrix, Matrix, I would definitely say yes because yeah, I would too. There's, uh, I mean, dude, the only way I would possibly know how to get a cup to stick to the wall is with super glue. Yeah, like, and the like fact glue that gun or hot glue or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah, and you'd have to hold it. Yeah, and everyone was there, so yeah, like the crazy thing about it, it, someone would have to physically see you do that. Yeah, right. That's the thing. I think what I'd like to see more about this story is other people's accounts. I'd say, like someone else who was yeah, like, definitely agreeing yeah, to definitely. it, hearing like the witnesses, or if you know if anybody else heard anything or saw anything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So that brings me to my next story, which is another glitch in the matrix, which is um, this boyfriend and girlfriend that go to the White Mountains for a vacation. So, for this girlfriend's birthday, her boyfriend took her to the woods, so they rent it for a weekend um, in the White Mountains. So, um, when they get there, around 2 o'clock, 
they bring their things in and both of them get a weird vibe from the jump, but neither of us want to say, neither of them want to say anything to one another because they really wanted to have a good time. Well, the first thing her and her boyfriend start doing is making a fire for the fireplace. He does so by taking a large knife and shaving pieces of wood off the logs for the kindling. The tip of the knife breaks and he says to me, this will be much harder to stab you with later tonight. I look at him like, what the fuck does that look like? What the fuck? Why would I say that? We sit by the fire until the evening, barely saying anything to each other. The TV is right in front of a giant window with no curtains, and we end up just watching TV and saying nothing to each other for the rest of the night. We go to sleep upstairs, and my boyfriend barricades us into the room, and I ask why he does that, and he says it's because he had a bad feeling. That right there is just like... uh, Get the hell out of there! I yeah, ca- I can't like, do that. Y'all should just pack up and leave. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, and they they left early, but I mean, if you got a, you know, if you, both of you have a feeling like that, and I guess she did say that neither of them spoke up, but I mean, right? Yeah, and I get the the part about wanting to have a good time, but after after that experience with the knife, I just it's, yeah, for sure, and especially just two people, and it, I guess it would be better to know like how long she'd been dating him or if she like knew him really well or whatever, but that, okay. just, that would freak me out to the max. Yeah. And it says she's been dating for six months and that he's okay. a really good guy, but it's pretty crazy to me. So anyways, it says <clears throat> I wake up in the middle of the night because I have to pee, but I'm too afraid to go alone. So I wake up my boyfriend and he accompanies me to the restroom. I text my boyfriend before falling back asleep, saying, I don't feel right in the house. We wake up, and I thank my boyfriend for coming with me to the restroom when I was scared last night, when he informs me that he took me to the bathroom after we had sex. I assume, I assure him, we did not have sex, and he swears we did. That's weird. Anyways, the next day, we wake up and take a drive to the White Mountains. We get home around 1 o'clock. James says he's tired, and he goes upstairs to nap. During this time, he takes a nap. I have zero recollection of what I did during that time. He wakes up from the nap, and we both decide we need to leave, and something is not right. We packed our shit in, like, five minutes flat and dipped the hell out. I think that's that's pretty weird, like, especially him thinking. I, I think, like, when he says that I we did that after we had sex, I think personally he could have already been dreaming or something about that. Yeah, he could have been dreaming, but yeah, that's why I think the the female should have definitely asked him, uh, like you know what they did. See if he had a, a specific memory, yeah, something. of that of that event. You know, yeah. at least try and find you know a condom or something. But anyway, right. In the comments, it says this one girl says that it could have been a um, she she believes that it was an alien abduction because of the missing time, the sexual things on the mail. And her having to pee um, as if it was a gynecologist exam, feeling an urge, you know, which makes sense to me. But I think like um, I just I just did a quick Googling about uh, about the White Mountains and stuff. And the White White Mountains, if you don't know where they are, they're located in New Hampshire. Personally, I don't know where that is. But apparently there is uh, an Apache Indian reservation there. And I heard a lot of stories about. Uh, and they had like they have like curses and 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 and, what, and whatnot. Those are like 
funky stories you can you can listen to about them. But personally, I believe that why the Indians there could have like cursed the land or something to stop people coming to where they don't want them to be, uh, or something on on the lines of that. Of course. Just, uh, what do y'all What do y'all think about that? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. And I mean, that's always definitely something to consider, especially when you're up in an area like this, where, you know, older, you know, tribes or what have you could have been involved. Yeah, they could have like buried their dead there or something. So I mean, that's course. always right. that's always the stigma that you want to watch out for. I mean, it's what horror movies are made off yeah, of. Stuff they, like that. Exactly. So, I think some people should definitely keep that in mind. But Another thing would be to ask the owner, you know, after that experience, I'd be like, you know, has there any been any instances before? Yeah, like right. any murders or anything bad happen, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's just really weird. And especially, you know, because I mean, even just seeing, you know, watching horror horror films, he has, you know, when he breaks the knife and he says, you know, it's going to be harder to stab you tonight now. And she's like, what the fuck? And even he's like, what the, you know, what the fuck did I just say? Like, why did I just say that? Like he said it involuntarily. And to me, that's, that's just like, um, you know, in some of the movies, spirits will speak through someone and sometimes they'll even use their own voice or it'll be a different voice speaking through them. And that point when that happened, that would have just been the end of the road. That would have been all I can handle. Yeah. Like definitely could have been yeah. like a case of like possession or something, but I don't know about y'all. Is it is it easy to break a knife like that if you're like shaving wood? Is is it easy to break the tip of the knife? I mean, I guess it just it doesn't seem like it to me, but I guess it just depends on what kind of knife you had. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't point. think it said he. I think he said he just broke the tip of it. Yeah, I mean, there could be like more information there of like, was it like a hunting knife? Was it like a I don't know, butter knife or something like that? Right. But yeah, I think it's definitely a, definitely a strange one. But would you all say it's a glitch, or would you all say it's paranormal? Personally, I'd say it's paranormal than a glitch. Yeah, just just for the fact that he kind of had, you know, possibly a spirit speak through him, and then also you mentioned the fact that you know, could possibly be a location for Indian burial grounds. I would have to lean probably more towards paranormal activity too. Yeah, there. I would definitely go more paranormal, but. There could be the possibility of aliens, you know. I'll, I'll give it a 50-50 shot at this point, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But also, there is uh, the monoxide poisoning. So, right. That's uh, probably the most logical Feasible sense, one, yeah. but... I mean, personally, still... like, everyone wakes up in the night needing to pee, so I will not really say it's like a, an alien probing or something. True, true, but staying in the cabin for a day and a half... I think that would do a lot more damage, you know? Yeah, of course. Of just straight monoxide, but and they said they tested the the alarms, but there was there was they were fine, so like no forced entry or anything like that. Well yeah, that but the alarms they were working fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. You guys uh I you guys got more stories or I got a I got a pretty interesting one right yeah, here. Yeah, it is. If... Yeah, so send it. Okay. Um so it's, uh, it's an occurrence with a couple guys in a car. Um, so it's a, a guy who was in a car with a couple of his friends. 
uh, heading back home from a road trip. Um, so his, his parents called him to see, you know, how far away he was from home. He told him he's about 25 minutes away. Um, so they're just riding in the car on the road. Uh, shortly thereafter, they come around a bend and they see a full moon and it was uh, reflected in a nearby lake. Um, so close to, you know, close to the time that they noticed the full moon, um, they realized the road ahead was completely empty. You know, not a single car in sight in front of them or behind them. It was a, you know, it's a straight road. They didn't see anything. Um, then all of a sudden, everything went pitch black. Um, no moonlight, uh, no dashboard lighting, no headlights on the road. The music even stopped playing. Um, and it was just kind of like a weird moment when they felt like everything kind of went black. And either um, they kind of fell asleep and it was a dream or something of that nature. Um, then when the music came back, um, the CD was playing from the very beginning. And there was now a vehicle being pulled over by a cop a quarter mile ahead on the road, even though there hadn't been a split second earlier. So basically, he just assumed that he'd fallen asleep momentarily. But after a few moments, the driver of the car uh, pretty much exclaimed that he had pretty much experienced the same thing or that he thought he'd just fallen asleep as well. So they kind of shared that experience um, together. And even though the, the passenger experienced it and he wasn't actually going to say anything, the driver spoke up and said, well, I think I just fell asleep um, at the wheel kind of. And uh one of the things that was most concerning was the clock in the car um, was now reading an hour later than it had just a few moments earlier. Um, so pretty much to end it, to avoid freaking out, they just convinced themselves that maybe the car had an electrical failure um, and that, you know, that that could have possibly reset the clock. But then they arrived at the house 25 minutes later, like he had previously told his mom, but they were an hour late. So that that was the actual correct time, um, even though a, a few moments later, the current time had been an hour earlier. And he just says to this day, he has no idea uh, what the explanation could possibly be for the brief blackout and the missing hour. So, I mean, does it does it say anywhere in the story they were like changing states or time zones or anything like that? No, Um it just they were on the way back from a road trip. It doesn't really say um, if they were changing time zones or anything like that. Wow, I um, I know my car. It's a it's a fourteen. It does not change with the time zone. So I'm wondering, you know, that is true. And you it would have to be a very very new car. Right. I guess in 2020 or up. Even my sister's and, an eighteen. May, it doesn't do that. right. Okay. And he and he mentioned there's a CD player in the car, and they were listening oh, to a that's CD, old. so I'm yeah. sure it wasn't. An older car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I find that kind of weird, but there's a there's a lot of like glitch in the matrix stories that you can read about online, and a lot of them do talk about like transporting to like other dimensions and really wild stuff like that. You know, like just the theory of parallel universes and you know multiple universes living alongside ours and there's no way to connect to them but who's to say they don't you know so it could be a theory right. that they were driving and they just you know slipped out of this universe and slipped into another one for a little bit and then 
came back for like wow. an hour and it was to them it was only like two minutes or, or, or whatnot. That's pretty wild. I just I just don't see how the moon can just disappear, yeah. right? Like stuff like that right. is just like literally complete like completely pitch black. Like nothing in the car, nothing outside of the car, like no dash lights inside, no radio, no headlights, no stars or anything. No like moonlights, no yeah, like so nothing. How, how long did they say this happened? How long were they dark for? He he just described it as a few moments. Um okay. and that's kind of yeah, um, he just kind of describes it in a few moments. So. Dude, I know this sounds weird, but I would definitely classify that as being probed by aliens, dude. I wouldn't even go off and say that was a Matrix. Uh, like, <laughs> that just definitely sounds so off to me. And by the movies that I've seen, that lines up perfectly. And what uh, what makes you say that? Like, just the fact that they can take you and then uh, put you back, and and you won't feel like anything's different. Um. Yeah, like momentarily, like you can just be gone and then yeah, and they can wake you back, back up again, like hypnosis yeah. kind of thing or something. Uh, I would say more like they probably have some technology to mess with your brain or a medicine, but like frequencies and signals and that sort of thing. Well, yeah, anything. I mean, who knows? But and yeah, and that's that's very true, Drew. And here's a comment that says, uh, you know, Google missing time and alien abduction. The story you just gave. Is similar to hundreds of other cases of missing time and abduction phenomena. Since you experienced it with other people, I would suggest you talk to them and ask if they've had nightmares or remember anything else peculiar during that night. And I would also suggest you find um, a therapist that can help you remember more details about the events. And that, I mean, that is true. That does line up with, you know, countless other abduction stories. No doubt I would go find a therapist. And I would definitely talk to my friends and wonder, you know, if everything went black with me when I'm driving, I'm definitely going to either freak out, you know, ask my buds what's happening because I'm going 60 miles an hour most likely down a road and I can't see anything. I just I just don't see how he couldn't say anything to us, bros. But another theory that could happen is, you know, what they were on a guy's trip, right? So. Right. Were they taking any drugs? Yeah, that's they could have possibly one. still been in their system. You know, obviously stronger than alcohol, but like psychedelics or something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> something. This guy says simple EMP, probably from solar activity. <laughs> but he... It knocked it knocked out all of your electronics, including your brain waves. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad theory, though, dude. That's not. That's not a bad theory. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's the possible. fact that he was so cocky about it. <laughs> this dude said, this kind of happened to me. I woke up down the road still driving. I was out like 15 minutes what? and was in the same lane. Thank God it was a straightaway in the middle of the night. Brady, that's God. impossible, dude. If you close your eyes that's, for a second. That's so scary. Straight away, there's no way you can keep your eyes, like keep your keep in your lane. Because like accidents happen like that. Well, yeah, that, but I'm saying, like, if you close your eyes for five seconds and just keep the wheel straight, you're still going to drift Yeah, because you're going to – your muscles relax as you, as you, when you fall asleep. I mean, so. either way, you're never perfectly adjacent to the road to where you would stay. You're always correcting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah that's true. That's just bizarre to me. Right. 
Yeah, I could be like another another case of abduction or, or whatnot. Possibly. Like wipe your memory, which is why everything's black to you. Yeah. More EMPs being dropped on us. Yeah, more EMPs from the sky or something. That old North Korea, man. Yeah, just, you know, I mean, Scott, I mean, that just lines up with, you know, with an abduction, really, most of the, most of the aspects, so I don't, yeah, that's the category that I would put it in for sure. Yeah, yeah, there's no logic to that one, dude, it's extraterrestrials, bro. Of course. But, yeah, I think that's it for today's podcast. Yeah, it's been a good one. Yeah, it's been pretty good. I like this stories. Yeah, for sure. I, I think this is a I think it's a good way to do it. Pretty entertaining way, especially getting on and just you know we're reading news stories for the first time and right. um, just kind of discussing them also. So yeah. And if you guys have like any suggestions or things that you know you would you think we should discuss or look at or read, let us know for sure. Right. And this podcast is pretty new, so um, it's only going to get better from here as we get more comfortable and upgrade our technology. So just keep listening. All right. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys. See ya.